And when I looked closer, there was a, a Sasquatch face on the other side, and uh, it was looking right back in at us. Staring back at me is a silhouette of a very, very giant monkey. An intriguing discovery is being investigated in a community east of Seattle. Someone came across a lengthy trail of extremely large footprints. They are up there. Welcome, everyone. You've tuned into the Nicola Valley Bigfoot Podcast, a place where your encounters are told. To share your encounter and to be on the show, email me at nicolavalleybigfoot at gmail.com. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, my name's Sean. I live in Lillooet, British Columbia. And I had an experience some years ago that I thought I'd just uh, try and get it out there. Maybe somebody else has had the same kind of experience around here. And uh, maybe this will help influence them to uh, get their story on here, too. Uh, first, I'd like to just thank Sheldon and uh, Nicole Valley Bigfoot for sharing my story with you all. So... It all started back in uh, around 1985 to 1990. I used to do silviculture, and that was mainly uh, running a chainsaw and thinning trees. You take and uh, cut down all the bad trees and leave the preferred species, certain distance between them. And uh, I did that for five years. And all around Lillooet, like uh, within an hour's drive in just about every direction uh, that you can go. So I can't quite remember exactly where I was when this happened, but uh, every tank of gas, you'd maintain your saw, basically. You'd retention your chain or whatnot. You'd have to fill your oil tank and your gas tank, whatever. So this is what I was doing at the time. I was kneeling down. I had my chainsaw between my knees. And I kind of caught something out of the corner of my eye. And I looked up, and there's this wolf standing there uh, on its hind, hind legs. I was just like, holy crow. Um, the first thing I thought was werewolf. I didn't know anything about dogmen back then. I had no idea. Uh, never even heard the name before it. So I thought, geez, so. Uh, what's going on here i i didn't know if i was hallucinating or this was real but it sure looked pretty real to me like just standing there uh kind of had a funny look on its face like it had snuck up on me and it kind of felt like uh it had got one over on me you know um the thing uh wasn't too far away it was jet black had a really nice shiny coat uh, quite muscle, uh, nice looking creature actually, but, uh, I, I just couldn't believe that it was real. And I, I said to it, I said, you're not real. And I closed my eyes, uh, thinking that, well, either it's going to come at me and I'm going to hear it come at me or it's going to leave. and I'm going to hear it leave. But after about, uh, 10 to 15 seconds, I was getting a little bit of anxiety. So I opened my eyes and it was gone. Just like that. It was uh, 
It was quite incredible. So years later, I'm hearing about Dogman on these uh, various cryptid uh, shows and whatnot. So I thought, well, I got to find somebody to share my story. And like I said, see if I can influence somebody else. Uh, Maybe somebody else has had an experience around here and I can get them on here and they can share their their story too. Because, you know, I've never heard of any any of these things being around here in British Columbia. I had lots of sightings back east and whatnot in Canada, all over the U.S. So uh, basically that's my story. And uh, I really wish that I knew exactly where I was working at the time, but that's kind of slipped by, you know, uh, many years ago. So yeah. it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, 35 years is a long time to try to retain a memory. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought about going, you know, getting some uh, hypnot- like a hypnotist. Uh, I got a friend that does that kind of stuff, and I thought, well, he could probably uh, get that out of me. I'd figure out exactly where I was at the time. Because yeah. I worked on the Duffy Lake Corridor, right, in Route 90, 99, and uh, Highway 40 up near the Old Bridge, Braylorn. Um, down Botany Valley, Lalawesan Mountain, towards Lytton, and then uh, Hat Creek, maybe uh, Marshall Lake area, the west side of the Fraser River down towards Texas Creek. I worked there all over the place. Uh, Camus up in the Bridge River Valley, the Yalcom, been all over the place working, uh, doing that stuff. So I, I just, I really wish I could remember that part. Yeah, no, so do I. <laughs> you know, uh, I, when you when you emailed me, uh, Sean, I, I was very very fascinated because, like you said, I had never heard of of dogmen in British Columbia either. Like it, it's that's something that I always assume is something in the southern U.S. or 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 somewhere else, just not British Columbia. You know, because B.C. is basically Sasquatch country, and, and you know, to add another. Uh, what's the word, another creature to the mix, really, really fascinated me. So that's why I was so, so happy that you came on the show today. And, and I'm going to pick your brain about a few things. This, this, uh, I really wanted to talk about this dog man thing. Cause I just, uh, that blew me right away. And I'm quite certain I wasn't hallucinating. Yeah. It was just too real. And then that, that creature just looked too nice. Like, uh, it was too real. Well, it's funny you mentioned how it looked. I want to ask you about that. Now, I know you gave a little, a brief synopsis on, you know, the creature's uh, appearance, but I want to ask you about its body. Like, did it have a dog's oh, yeah. body or was it like a man's body? Like, was it like, did it have muscular arms like a, like a man does or, or like a well, chest like was, a man? Like, they, could you give us a little lean, bit of a... but it was muscular. It wasn't like built like Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything, but it was quite fit. Like, I can say that. And... It was taller than me, like I'm six, just over six feet, six foot one inch, and it had to have been at least six six. But it was it was lean, like and muscular, like probably like they say a basketball player, right? Wow. So and and uh, the fur on it, like the hair was a couple inches long, maybe two and a half, three inches at the longest, and the whole thing was just jet black. I saw a little bit of a tail kicked out there from behind him like he was standing facing me directly on and at first he sort of had his hands uh 
cross a little bit, like, you know, a person will put one arm on their forearm, like sort of cross your arms in front of them. And then uh, you just drop them down to the side. But I don't think they were overly long. Like, uh, yeah, he had long arms, long legs, because he was pretty tall, but other than that, uh, very fit. And, yeah, fairly muscular, I'd say. Yeah. And what about his his extremities, like his hands and his feet? Like, did they look like like human hands, or, or did they look like some kind of hybrid of, of paws well, his, crossed with his hands? hands? To me, they look quite human. Like, uh, I couldn't see his feet though because his, there was a lot of debris, like uh, the trees I've been cutting down and right, all that kind of stuff on the ground. I uh, couldn't see his feet at all, but his hands looked quite a lot like a person's hands. And what about its face? Uh, I, I know this is a is a kind of a weird one, but it did did it look like a man's face, or did it look like a hybrid of a man and a dog? Or, or can you, not you know? at all. It looked totally like a wolf, like just like a werewolf, but not that scary looking, like not mean looking. Just definitely like I've I've had a lot of wolf experiences in my life. Like I grew up in the bush and uh, spent a lot of time working in the bush, of course, and. Uh, I've encountered a lot of wolves and black ones too. And this dog, uh, dog man, he just uh, had regular brown eyes like a wolf. Uh, even though I've seen a few with quite yellow eyes, beautiful, beautiful yellow uh, eyes, but this this one just had regular old wolf features. Like, wow, nice looking though. Yeah, and the only reason, like, I'm asking you that is because, you know, you mentioned that it, it kind of had a look on his face, like he kind of got one past you, you know what I mean? Like, he, he snuck up on you without you hearing him. Um, yeah, it's just, it was weird because uh, that's the impression I got, like, he's kind of had, like, a smirk on his face, but uh, I don't know how dogs do that <laughs> kind of thing, but, uh, yeah, he just looked like he uh, was, kind of impressed with himself it's hard to describe uh but yeah he just had a kind of not really a grimace wasn't showing any teeth but he just had his lips kind of curled funny do, do you so think to me were... it looked like he had a smirk yeah do, do you think you're in any kind of danger like do you think he was sneaking up on you to try to maybe pounce on you or, or cause you any harm i didn't feel that way like uh, it's yeah, I, I I couldn't really understand what he was doing there. Still, he's on the truth. Like he just he uh, totally caught me off guard. And he's standing there, he's staring at me. He's got a funny smirk on his face. Uh, didn't do any aggressive moves towards me. Didn't take any steps or anything towards me. So yeah, I I have no idea. Do you, do you think maybe it was a little bit of a shock that you know this thing and I'll use air quotes on that was standing in front of you. Well, I've been in worse situations than that, and I've been uh, so scared in my life that after uh, this one incident I had uh, years before that, uh, nothing really scared me that much after that. Uh, and that one, I'm not sure, but I think uh, it was a Sasquatch I had breathing down my neck, but I was too scared to look. Like, I was out uh, fishing up in uh, the mud lakes, and they're really well known for a grizzly bear, but after what I think about my experience up there, 
I think I actually uh, came across a, a Sasquatch and it started following me and I just kept on going. Like I said, if I stop, I'm dead. I didn't want to stop and look uh, to find out what it was, but I could feel it breathing on my neck. Oh. And I felt, uh, or it sounded like uh, it was bipedal. Like either that or it was, it was a big grizzly and I couldn't hear all its footsteps. But there was no way I was stopping to figure out what that was. And uh, once I got out in the clearing on the lake there, it, it, uh, it didn't come out. Well, you, you do hear, and for the listeners, Lillooet is not that far from where I live. Um, and you do hear the, the stories of where, or sorry, of Sasquatch in that area. How far apart were your, was your Sasquatch experience as compared to, the, to the, your run-in with this dogman? Well, they could have been quite close because uh, I worked up in Lake Marshall Lake. That's up near the Mud Lakes. So, and Goldbridge, Braylon is not too far from there, really. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant how, so, many, how far apart in, in, in terms of years? Like, was it a few years? Oh, in years. Uh, yeah, sorry. Just uh, a matter of uh, several years. Actually, like, it, I was up fishing in the mud lakes before this happened actually so um because i worked in the bush we spent the weekends in the bush too me and a few guys off the on the crew and i remember yeah having this encounter where i was so scared every hair on my body was standing up straight before i saw this dog now so maybe that's what kind of tempered me a little bit I was a little leery, but I wasn't totally freaked out about it. So what did, what did you think about like cryptids before, you know, you had this run in with you? I mean, you're from British Columbia and I, I'm, you must've heard the Sasquatch stories like from everywhere. Yeah. And I kind of, kind of thought they were all just that like stories, uh, before I started really listening to all these podcasts and whatnot, uh, people's experiences. And then, I had a few experiences where I know for certain they were Sasquatch that uh, were influencing me. Like, um, you know, how some people, they say they have fear. Um, oh, I can't remember what the word is, but it's like, it's like they feel fear, like for no reason, it's pushed into them. I've had that happen to me for no reason. And that was after a bunch of wood knocks. And I was exchanging wood knocks with, I just thought maybe somebody was out in the neighborhood in the bush uh, picking mushrooms where I was. But when I came out of the bush, I looked, it had rained all that morning and the ground was all muddy. There was no other tire tracks in mine or no footprints, no nothing. So um, I guess I was exchanging wood knocks with Sasquatch. And when I was leaving after picking my mushrooms, I started feeling weird, like uh, I kind of thought maybe I was going in the wrong direction. I was kind of like unsettled. So I pulled out my compass and I checked and yeah, I'm going in the right direction. And But the further I went, the more I felt like fear. And by the time I got to my truck, I should have felt good, right? Like, yeah, there's my truck. I'm out of here. Uh, but I was like, I can't explain it. I just, I was so scared of something. I, I had no idea what, and I was actually, I carried a, a firearm back in those days when I was picking mushrooms because the grizzlies up there. Um, 
I was so pissed off about that. I took the, like fired around off into the air just before I got in my truck and left. But that's what I think. I was uh, being influenced by a Sasquatch in that situation. Yeah. So did did this did any of these encounters, especially the one with this dogman, because to me dogmen are, are much more terrifying than, than Sasquatch, but did any of this cause you to like maybe stop going into the woods for a while or did it influence you in any way like that? No, not at all. I just uh yeah, I I worked every day in the bush and like I say, I grew up in the bush basically uh the first five years of my life I was in town and then we moved out into the country and uh since I was, she's uh, pretty much in my teens when we moved back to town. And by the time I was 18, I was back in the bush again working. So I spent, yeah, many, many years out there. And uh, now I, I just, uh, I don't know. When I was really young, I, I had a wolf pack on me. Uh, I had a bunch of dead grouse that I'd shot with. And they had me surrounded and I had, I said to myself, I bet you the, the lead of the pack is right behind me. And I stopped and I turned around and sure enough, um, there's a wolf right there. I could have taken one step and kicked it in the head. Oh boy. Um, there was a big black, beautiful wolf with, that's the one that had these yellow eyes that were just beautiful. Like they almost glowed like fluorescent. And, uh, I just said to that, Wolf, I said, you know what? I have one bullet left, and you're going to get it. Either that or you go back and get the ghost that I missed. And it just let out a little wolf, and they all took off. Oh, well, that's scary enough. So, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've experienced the, you know, wildlife from that quite a bit. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Maybe uh, I'm favored by God. I don't know. <laughs> well. I'm glad that you, you and the wolf pack left you alone. Yeah, well, when you have bloody gross hanging on you, on your belt, you kind of think you're going to get jumped, right? I saw at least nine wolves. Right. Like I was started counting them because I could see I was surrounded and uh, they're coming in and out of the trees. And I'm looking around counting them. There's silver ones and there's gray ones or gray ones, sort of silver, uh, tan ones black this black one was the only black one there no that was up in uh if you know Denman valley way way it was 60 miles from the highway where my dad had property right at the end of the road like well pretty much there wasn't even a road for the last two miles i've heard the area i've heard of the area actually but i don't know exactly where it is yeah it's uh if you're headed just this side of Savannah. Oh, okay, that's where. Okay, go, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. yeah. you. You go left up to Vardat Lake and beyond. Yeah, okay, yeah, and now I know. Yeah, I know exactly where you're talking about now, yeah. Um, so you'd be west of Bonaparte Lake or a little southeast of Green Lake kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that's why, yeah, I, I, I used to live out that way many years ago. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, I guess it's safe to assume that, you know, it would take a lot to you know, keep you from your job and going out into the bush and, and, you know, doing what you do. A wolf pack couldn't scare you out and, and a dog, man, you know, there was not much that could shake you. No, no, it's, that's just the way it is, right? Yeah. I'm still living, so I just count my blessings and keep out. 
Well, let's go back to your dogman encounter, Sean. I want to okay. ask you, um, like, did you tell anybody about this, or, or did you keep this to yourself? No, because I thought everybody would think I was a little nuts, right? So, no, I didn't. I didn't mention it to anybody. And actually, over the years, I kind of forgot about it. And then, uh, unsurprised actually, because fibromyalgia kind of messes with your memory and whatnot. And then, just one day, I went, oh. Yeah, hey, I remember something that happened to me, like when I was tending trees. Uh, it's like now that they're on here and about this dog man on on the podcast and whatnot. Um, well, yeah, I I uh, have a story to tell. So I told a few people, and they actually believed that this happened. Like they know me better. I don't bullshit anybody. I I just I'm a person that I can't lie. Well, I think That's you're. I think you're very fortunate. I mean, dogmen have a very harsh reputation for being, you know, very, very aggressive and very, very. What's well, what I hear? Yeah, but uh, I why why didn't this one attack me? That's what I can't understand. Like if it, like I, you know, honestly, I don't know what it was even doing there. What the hell? Uh, there, as far as I knew, there wasn't really any game. Uh, like there's no deer hanging around that area. Uh, what was what was it going to be eaten? Like, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It was it was pretty strange. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that you were you were um, at least in the email. You mentioned that you were you were sharpening the ch- your chainsaw. You know, did you have any weapons on you other than the chainsaw, like that, or something that could be used as a weapon, perhaps? No, other than a bar wrench, maybe. But. <laughs> Chainsaw, yeah, um, but even then, I it wasn't running at the time, so that was, it was kind of useless. I, you know, the thought, thought never even crossed my mind that I needed to protect myself. Though uh, it didn't look aggressive, like you know how dogs uh, that are aggressive they'll show their teeth, right? Yeah, and it didn't do that to me. So huh. I just did. Yeah, it was just totally weird. Uh, that is very had a weird. Funny look on its face, like. Uh, haha, I got one up on you. Like, I snuck up on you, and you didn't even see me until I was right here. And then, yeah, after that, I closed my eyes, and seconds later, it's gone. And what were you, what were you thinking when you had your eyes closed? It was, was it like something that, you know, like go away, or were you just trying to project that, you know, that mental image of, you know, get out of here type of thing? Yeah, it's like I was thinking, okay, if this is real, either I'm toast. And it's going to get me, and I don't want to see it coming at me. Uh, so I'm going to close my eyes and see what happens, right? Yeah. Uh, I figured, yeah, I'd hear it either coming at me or leaving them, but I didn't hear anything. Yeah. It's just so weird. Yeah, that is. That, that's very, very odd. I mean, even if it was, you know, sneaking up on you, you, you would think that it would follow through if it meant to to do you harm you know it already went through the trouble of coming towards you so yeah that, that's yeah, very, very weird well so it was just trying to uh see what my reaction would be you know like uh it was just playing a joke on me i really don't know it's yeah. so weird well i'm gonna put you on the spot here sean and I, you can answer this however you want there there's no real there is no wrong answer at all but i want to ask you where do you think these dogmen came from well, I kind of thinking that they might uh, be one of those uh, 
creatures that are flying these UFOs that we see all the time. Uh, like there's so there's so many uh, UFOs being spotted all over the world. Like what's you know what's in them? Uh, that's what I kind of think that these dogmen they they came from another planet and they come here for whatever reason. Maybe uh maybe it's to feed. Uh, maybe it, they like deer meat. I don't know. Like uh, maybe their planet isn't as nice. I I have no idea, but I got a feeling that they're not from here. That they come here. Yeah, it, it almost <clears throat> seems. It almost seems like they're they're like. You know, with Sasquatch, you, you, you kind of understand that they belong there. For some reason, Sasquatch just belongs in the forest. But with, with, with Dogman, from all the stories I've heard and the podcasts I've listened to that have Dogman encounters in them, you know, it just seems like they don't belong here. They're not supposed to. They're very unnatural, Is I guess is what the word I'm looking for. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it seems like that to me, too, because, well, we have the natural wolf, right? It runs around on four feet. Uh, and we got these guys that run around on TV. That just doesn't seem natural. Like it's, I don't think they evolved on this planet, not without some outside influence, right? Uh, some alien races doing experiments and whatnot. I, I got a feeling that Sasquatch has been here uh, as long or longer than we have. Uh, but then again, um, from what I hear, they're like... Uh, uh, what's that word? Where like uh, they can step in and out of our realities. Oh, they, yeah. They're multi-dimensional. Yeah. And I kind of believe that about them because <clears throat> of some experience I've had with them, where uh, I've been growled at, but <laughs> for the likes of me, I couldn't see what was doing it, and I was in an open enough area that I should have been able to see what was growling at me. Like, and it was super loud. Uh, I could feel my bones rattling. It was so loud. But I spent some time looking to see what had made this noise. And I couldn't find it. Uh, that was over just before Savannah, or uh, let's see, Red Lake, or what the hell, Copper Creek area, yeah. where you take... Uh, take the back road, the Strong Hill back road to Kamloops. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, just at the top of the hill before you drop down into Savannah, coming from Lillooet, um, you take a left there and you just do road, goes up to top by a red lake and whatnot on this Strong Hill back road, anyway, as far as I know. And I went up there. I wasn't quite into the bush yet. I, I was still into where the pines are really spaced out and uh, There's just a lot of open open ground, dead grass and whatnot, uh, sagebrush kind of area. And I got I stopped to take a leak, and I got out of my truck, and my friend and my dog did as well. Something uh, roared at us. It seemed to last forever, and it was so friggin' loud. My dog and my friend jumped back in my truck and closed the doors, and I finished doing my job and i was i really wanted to see what the hell this was it made that noise right i couldn't find anything so if it was there it was invisible oh that's very interesting that's that's another experience i had and i think that was a south cause it very well could be i I do know for a fact that they are in that area I, i had someone reach out to me not that long ago um they didn't want to be on the podcast but they they mentioned that there was uh 
um, they, they came across some Sasquatch in, in that, not too far from that general area. And they, they said it was, uh, it was kind of a scary encounter. It was, it was rather aggressive, like the one that you just described, but it actually had a run in with it. But I, I wish he would have came on the show. That was a great, it was a great encounter that he told. Or did she actually see it? Like, yeah, it was like, it was a gentleman that I, I was speaking to. Yeah, but he did actually see it. Yes. Oh, he. I thought you said she, but yeah, um, yeah, that's weird because I I didn't see anything. I'm not sure. Spent some time looking. I even walked down the road a little bit. I was looking up in the trees and everything. I didn't. I couldn't find anything that made that noise. And I get back in my truck and I'm driving down the road about a mile later. And my friend's like, "Could you stop?" And I'm like, "What's worth?" says, I got to take a leap. And I says, well, <laughs> we just stopped back there, right? And he says, yeah. But didn't you hear that? <laughs> like, he was so scared. He jumped right back in the truck. Oh, he did. And my dog, too. That was weird. <laughs> I had a little blue healer. And he is usually uh, not afraid of stuff like that. You know, like a uh, pretty aggressive little dog. Yeah. They both jumped right back in the truck because this roar, this growl roar, it sort of sounded like a grandma bull in a, uh, I don't know, an elephant or something crossed or an ape or something. I, I, it was just super loud. And, and I was like, wow. Uh, uh, just, holy crow, I could feel it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like I was at a rock concert back in uh, 1983, and I was up front in front of the speakers, and that you could feel it in your bones, yeah. like in your chest. And yeah. that. That's what it was like. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Like, I, I do, I'm, actually, I do understand what you're talking about because I was roared at myself too. And, and, uh, it felt like it it went right through my body and, and it just made me freeze I, I just couldn't do anything for that you know two or three seconds whatever it was after it roared at me but i could re- feel it reverberate through my bones that's how yeah yeah it was really a really really weird experience yeah you if, am i i'm uh, correct to understand that you've actually gone out looking for these things around that area right not in that area that you you had your encounters in but yeah close closer to my my well, closer to Merritt. Yeah, Merritt, Merritt yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of thought about, geez, I should phone that guy up and ask him exactly where I went. Because I actually, I Google Google Earth, that the surrounding, and from your description of where you went, I had a couple ideas of roads that a guy could probably take. Um, yeah. But, well, you know, I was going to go back up to Red Lake area last year, and then they had that fire there huge fire right in the area i wanted to investigate so i just yeah no sense in going up there the sasquatch moved out yeah yeah that that fire i think really affected the uh all all wildlife for that matter um in that whole entire area i I really doubt there's sasquatch in that area anymore which is sad yeah if they are then they'd be on the fringes of what burnt there but yeah well let me ask you this sean did did your encounters? I mean, especially your running with the dog man. Did it change you at all? Did did anything about you change? It kind of solidified my open mindedness that I'd, I'd already have. Like because I tell you, I've experienced some really weird stuff in my life growing up. Um, stuff that just wasn't natural. Um, yeah, stuff that was so absurd that nobody would believe me when i told them about a few of my experiences like if you can imagine a, a building burning uh like an old shack burning but the, the bushes against it and that wouldn't catch on fire 
about the building burn. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and I was like seven or eight years old when that happened. And I used to uh, like live 10 miles out of town. And we had a couple na- neighbors uh, about a quarter mile away. But otherwise, uh, nobody really lived around there. But there's an old shack up on the, like, uh, going up the mountain, like on the game trail. I was told by my dad to, like, stick around the house because of the bears and cougars and whatnot. But I got so bored one summer, I decided I'd take a little walk, right? I went up to this hill. I got up on this flat, and there's an old building there. And I looked at it, and uh, I thought, geez, that's kind of neat, and I should go take a look in it. And as soon as I thought that, the thing went burst into flames. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it caught on fire. Like, And I'm like, geez, this is weird. Like, it's, uh, it's, I could hear it crackling and everything. I could see the flames. Uh, but the green bushes that were leaning up against it, they weren't burning. And I was, it kind of scared me, and I got home really quick, uh, and then the weird thing is my dad, about a week later, him and a friend wanted to take me for a horse ride up there on that to that same area. And I thought he kind of knew something about, like, uh, that the shack had burnt down and he was just kind of testing me or something. Like, it was just weird, but uh, luckily, or not so luckily, I got fucked off my horse when it jumped across this little creek. And I ended up landing in the creek, and then we turned around and went home. We never did get to the cabin, but I thought the whole time that my dad was setting me up because uh, this building had burnt, right? Mm. We'll, we'll talk after we're done recording here. I want to find out, where, I want to ask you where that is exactly, and I don't really like giving out exact locations, so we'll, we'll talk after we finish <laughs> recording here. Sure. Okay, let me ask you one last question here, Sean, before I let you go, because, you know, I, 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 I try to ask this for most of my guests, but let me ask you this one last question here. With all your experiences, you know, with this dog, man, which is terrifying to me and your run-ins with, with the Sasquatch that are in that area. Um, would you want to see another one? Would you want to run into that dog man again, or would you want to actually physically see a Sasquatch? Um, yes. And no, I, I kind of, I wouldn't mind, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Sure as hell, I wouldn't want to get beat up by one or get, you know, mauled or eaten or anything like yeah. that, <laughs> for certain. But, uh, yeah, I'd say I wouldn't mind actually uh, being actually able to, because I've never actually visually seen a Sasquatch, but I know uh, from the things that happened to me that they were around me, um, either that or, well, it was some other creature. Uh, it certainly wasn't, like... Uh, anything really natural like like two uh bears don't knock on trees and uh they don't influence you with fear like so yeah i wouldn't mind uh actually i think uh there's a lot of lot that we could learn uh like there's more to life than reality than us just sitting here and knocking on wood right yeah so, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, and what about the dog, man? Would you want to run into it again? Yeah, I think uh, as long as, again, uh, it was a nice one, I wouldn't mind at all. <laughs> I, I honestly, to, honestly for, Sean... For the experience, yeah. maybe uh, from a distance, just, you know. Yeah, on your terms. 
yeah, on my terms. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Sean, I, yeah. I think you got very, very lucky and very, very fortunate, you know, just with the stories that you hear that, you know, in, in regard to the dog man, that a lot of them don't end very well. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, one episode I did, and I can't remember which episode it was, but I spoke to a family from Texas who had them on their property, and they were actually going out hunting these things because they started killing their, their livestock. Um, well, yes. I, I meant to do a follow-up with them. I never actually did get around to it, but you know, but the point being is that you know these, these dogmen don't have the best reputation of being super friendly, so I really think you got very, very lucky, and I think for whatever reason it decided to just, leave you alone I, I think you're very very fortunate maybe it was just reality uh giving me an experience yeah you know so like i say i've had so many weird experiences in my life that uh this was just another one uh chalk it up like uh i don't know i can't explain it yeah and i don't think anybody can either i mean if we had all the answers, we wouldn't need to investigate, or there wouldn't be any questions raised. So you know, nobody really has any yeah. answers. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad everybody's talking about it and coming out. You know. Yeah. That's uh, that's a big positive. Uh, well, I mean, the more it, we can find out about it, all the better. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the with the invention of social media, and you know, it's giving people more the power to 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 come out and you know tell their experiences without feeling ridiculed or humiliated. Uh, like you mentioned, and so uh, it, it actually kind of brought us together as well. I mean, you reached out because, you know, you've seen all these other people sharing their encounters and their experiences, and so so did you. So I'm, I'm glad you did. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, thank you for uh, letting me share my story, and uh, hopefully somebody else has had an experience and they can come on and tell us about that, you know. Yeah. That was the main reason why I wanted to talk to you and get, that, get this out there, like, uh, Hopefully somebody else in BC has had the same kind of experience and so we can learn a little more about this. Yeah. Uh, one more question. I know I said I'd ask you one more question and let you go, but do, or, do you think that these things could possibly be demonic? Uh, and it's just, it's just a, it's just me asking a question. It's for my own personal. Well, it kind of sounds like some of them are, um, but I, yeah, that's a tough question because this thing, uh, it didn't seem demonic to me at all when it was standing there in front of me. Like, it's, I just, I don't know, uh, how do you tell, really, unless it's uh, got glowing red eyes or, I don't know, attacking you, right? Uh, yeah. That didn't happen, so it's hard to say. Uh, but it does sound like from some of the stories I heard that uh, some certainly do seem to... Uh, run on the evil side of things right? yeah yeah and that's the only reason i'm asking it's just it, it's for my own personal <laughs> you know i just wanted to wanted to know but yeah you're right and you know if anybody else in british columbia has had run-ins with with these things because I, I don't know what they are like it, it just seems very um unnatural like we discussed earlier you know like we said sasquatch really kind of belongs where they do but dogmen are just another level of something so yeah if anybody else has seen one definitely get a hold of me I'd, lo I'd love to hear another encounter especially in british columbia yeah i certainly would too yeah. of, uh, i'd like to learn what range they've actually you know traveled uh, 
Because, of course, you hear that all over the states, down in Texas and whatnot, like you said. Um, but, yeah, I didn't ever expect to see one in B.C., that's yeah. for certain. Especially in the B.C. interior. I mean, it, I mean, for the listeners, it, it does get rather hot. It, it does get rather dry. I mean, in the summertime and, and conditions could be well for but it. It's but it's possible that I saw it up in the Duffy Corridor or not, sort of like more, uh, a little more moist uh conditions and oh, like okay. we're in a rain shadow no yeah. right so okay. it's really semi-arid here but you get up on the mountain and going down the other side it's pretty moist over there so mm. okay well sean i want to say thank you so much for taking the time tonight and, and coming on the show I, I sincerely appreciate you reaching out and, and you know sharing your your encounter with you know not only dogman but your your sasquatch encounters as well thank you so much well you're very welcome sheldon and thank you And for the listeners, if you guys just want to hang around, we're going to close out the show. Stay there. And welcome back, everyone. We are back to pull a pin on this one. But before we do that, let's give a huge thank you to Sean for taking the time to come on the show. Sean, thank you so much. I know you were uh, pretty nervous to to come on the show and share your experiences, but... uh, Trust me, you did great. I'm sure everybody out there loved hearing about this, because uh, I know I did. When you emailed me and you told me about your encounter with a dog man, it was very hard for me to kind of grasp, because I really wasn't expecting to hear much about dog men in British Columbia. I, I really didn't think they were here. I really didn't. And part of me is like still blown away by that, that you know, you, you came so close to one of these things. And <laughs> I use that word again, but I don't know what else to call them. You know, like, like I mentioned in the interview, you know, Sasquatch, they belong in the forest. You know, that's their home. And, and I think we can all agree on that. Dogmen, on the other hand, that's a whole other thing. That is really a whole other thing. And what are they? There are stories for thousands of years uh, about the forest people. But what about dogmen? I, I really haven't heard much in terms of, you know, the, these things. Uh, being in British Columbia and being such a terrifying, you know, species, or what are they? I, I don't know. But anyway, Sean, thank you so much for, for sharing it. And, you know, as well as sharing your possible Sasquatch encounters, because I, I do know that area is um, quite active. It is very active. So hopefully it stayed that way after the fires and they just moved somewhere not all that far away. But, yeah, we'll see. But uh, thank you again. Uh, let's see. I am a very busy boy these days, ladies and gentlemen. I have started a new job and it's going to be, I'm going to be doing shift work again. <laughs> I really didn't think I'd be doing shift work again. So hopefully it doesn't disrupt the, the podcast uh, scheduling, but uh, I, I can't see it being an issue. But uh, just to give you guys a little bit of a heads up uh, in case a show is late or something like that. You know, I'm going to be doing all night shifts, you know, from 7 p.m. till 7 a.m. You know, it, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment for the first little while. So hopefully nothing gets hindered by it. But you know what? That shouldn't stop you from emailing me. Uh, so if you want to do that, you can reach me at Bigfoot at gmail.com. That's N-I-C-O-L-A, Bigfoot at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Still waiting for uh, still waiting for one of our Aussie brothers and sisters to reach out and, and talk about uh, the Yowie. I really want to hear about the Yowie. I really, really do. And I know there's a time difference, you know, like, I believe it's like 12 hours ahead of us, something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, all I know is it's tomorrow there. 
<laughs> That's as far as my extent of knowledge goes for Australia. It's tomorrow. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I think we're going to make this one short and sweet. I've got a pretty hectic schedule and I wanted to, uh, and I got a lot of stuff to do. But um, yeah, email me if you're interested in being on the show. And uh, tune in next Tuesday. We will have another great show for you. I promise you that. So uh, until Tuesday, I will talk to you later. Bye.